hate. I'm so angry. Was that a good impersonation of Ed, of Ben Shapiro talking about the Barbie film? I try my best to um, improve it. <laughs> but this is uh, my episode where I, well, talk about the Barbie film. Welcome to the Mental Health Podcast. I'm Tim and I invite you on my journey to talk about men's mental health. Before we begin, as always, a brief disclaimer. I am in no shape or form a mental health professional. I'm just a man who struggles with his own mental health and I want to talk about it so that other people who maybe feel stigmatized by their mental health um, see that um, they're valid and valuable. Yes, as I, you know, with my wonderful uh, opening, as always, um, have already announced, I will be talking about the Barbie film. But uh, before you get your hopes up, um, I won't go like, in, in it, I won't do an in-depth analysis of how um, the film represents men's mental health uh, super well, or how it's, you know, the damnation of the nation. <laughs> um, it's neither. <laughs> um, it's definitely not a damnation. It's an absolutely great and awesome film and I loved it. But what I want to talk about is some of the themes that I've noticed in the film. And most importantly, I would like to talk about why so many men don't like it. If you haven't seen the Barbie film, I won't talk too much about the plot. So um, there won't be any spoilers. And if I talk about the plot, I will yell spoiler first. <laughs> so you can then um, shut your ears and eyes. <laughs> um, yeah, I did that the wrong way around. Um, so you won't hear anything about the plot. Let's begin. The Barbie film, a phenomena that has taken the world by storm. I mean, Greta um, Gerwig, the um, director, is now one of the most successful single directors of all time because her Barbie film has grossed um, um, or you know, grossed more than a billion dollars, the fastest ever, I think, is what I've read. So there's lots of people involved that have done an amazing job uh, with the film. And the themes of the film are varied. And there's lots to say about the um, femme, um, the empowerment of women in the film, but also of how the film represents the struggles of women in that they face in our society and the patriarchal, not horses, unfortunately. Um, that was a spoiler, but you won't know until you watch it. Um, um, how the patriarchal society that we've built is, you know, hurting women. But also how the patriarchy is, you know, makes men suffer because of the structures that are built in and that keep men quite isolated, apart from um, a few. But... Um, the themes that the film deals with, and this is where I can't understand the critique, which I get into now, it deals very much with the with masculinity and the build, the image of masculinity that we've built, and the role men play in society, and how that should maybe not be as such. But yeah, let's get into some criticism. Some um, people, mostly men, um, I think. Only men? No. I think I've read um, also some women uh, talk um, how they, um, the male perspective is unrepresented. Anyways, um, yeah, some men criticize the film for not showing to enough of the male perspective by 
not going in depth enough into how men suffer and um, how poor Ken um, had to deal with a lot and how he was mistreated. And that's kind of the point, <laughs> because Ken represents partially, whilst he is also a symbolism for the masculinity, but he's also, or the entire group of Kens symbolizes how we treat women. So if the men that are now like really pissed and annoyed that the film doesn't deal in depth with how men are you know, treated or shows men being treated as second class people, then you get the point. <laughs> That's how we treat women and have for a long, long time. So if you now feel a bit like pissed off about it, then maybe imagine if you're pissed off about a film doing that. How would you feel if society does it? <laughs> so I don't see that criticism at all. Um, and also the way in which the men are shown to be stupid and not real people in the film. I mean, they're still dolls. <laughs> it's not like the Barbies in the film are all the, the most intelligent because it's that's the point. It's their dolls. It's a, like it's just a film about dolls that also happens to have very important themes and important topics that it discusses. But it's a film. <laughs> it's a Barbie film for one. So the title is Barbie. So the perspective of Barbie is most in center. And considering that you know Barbie is the the, the central character of the film, there's a lot of Ken in there which is great because Ken is awesome. So is Barbie. Um, if you watch John Rambo, the title of which is Rambo, the film is about Rambo and not how other people have suffered during the war. And I will at some point do a analysis of the Rambo film. Yay, look forward to that. Um, but yeah, so the film doesn't have to deal with the male perspective when it's literally called Barbie. So considering that, they did a great job. But also, it is a film. There is lots more depth, lots more to the female perspective of the world and the female experience and the being a woman in the world than the Barbie film can portray. So of course, there's also more to the male side and the male perspective and the male experience that the film doesn't need to portray because it's a film. It's two hours long. They're supposed to be fun. This, you know, it makes you think. Even that manages to make you think. I mean, when I first heard that there was going to be a Barbie film starring Ryan Gosling, I was like, okay, that sounds interesting. Not. But I was blown away. I mean, I didn't really like Ryan Gosling that much before. Like, I didn't think he was a very great versatile actor, but man, was he born to play Ken. Awesome. I mean... Great, that was awesome. So yeah, it's just, it is a film. So anyone that's really hating and shitting on a film, get some perspective. But, but, there needs to be a but. Because there's also something, and this is why this is called the Mental Health Podcast. I can also, to some degree, see where this is coming from. Even though I cannot personally... Um, late getting that angry about a film when there's enough to get angry about in real life but I can understand some of the motives behind the anger not from Ben Shapiro because he's privileged as fuck um, and a dick 
well, I shouldn't say that, but he is one. <laughs> and if he ever sees this, he'll probably go after me and destroy my life. Um, go for it. <laughs> but um, what was I saying? See, Ben, all you look track just thinking of how you're going to mess with me. But one aspect that I can totally see why this film made so many men so angry is the sense of community. Because what the film did, not only with the content, but also with the hype around it, it showed what an awesome community women have. Women are, no matter where they live, where they're from, what kind of education they have, there's something that brings them together as a community. And that is, on the one hand, being women. I've had the, um, the other day someone told me that because of their menstrual cycle um, and the pain and the suffering and the everything that goes with it anyone who also has that which is the majority of which are women um, immediately is their sister because of that because they share this experience all of like not all of them but the majority of them share this experience and that already is like a massive community building device but also because Community sometimes is built because you have a common experience, not only with, for example, with the period and the menstruation, but also because you are oppressed by a common um, class. The working class is, there's people that are, you know, together because they're um, oppressed by the ruling class. Um, the community of black people is a community because they're oppressed by white people. Um, and so women are a group of community people because they're oppressed by men. And sometimes there's an overlap. Sometimes one goes over the other, um, where, for example, the black community, um, someone told me once that um, their blackness comes before them being a woman because white women also oppress black women. So that, like, so the groups are not divided into nice, neat, neat categories. But what most of them, or if not all of them, have in common, that they are all oppressed by white men. And if you look at the majority of people criticizing the Barbie film, this is what they look like: me, a white cis man. So maybe. Could I be wrong then? Or am I just better than everyone? <laughs> Jokes aside. And it is this lack of community that men have and, and white men. Because, you know, they're the oppressors. So the only way they can rule over other people is by oppressing the group they belong to. The patriarchy has made men, and especially white men, dominate each other. So they're very isolated, which I've said in, in more numerous podcast episodes before. Men or the patriarchy has created a society in which you need to be the best. You need to be the, the winner of the race. You need to dominate other people in order to be someone, to be um, seen as valuable or valid or worth. But if, you know, 
That's, that's all you can do. And there's very little community you can build with the people you belong to, with the people that share maybe an experience with you. If there's women in public, then they will look out for each other, even if they've never met each other, because they know that there's a danger involved with being a woman alone in the outside. Men don't do that, because men see the other one as, oh my God, you might hurt me, or oh, you might take this away from me, because we don't have a shared community. We are all against each other. And that is sad. And this is what the Barbie film has shown us again, that within the film, the Barbie film, even though the Kens all come together, they also then fight against each other immediately afterwards. Uh, spoiler, spoiler, sorry, spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> um, to dominate, to rule, to be the one that everyone else loves more than the other. But only by realizing that that is not the way to be, do they overcome this and realize that they are a group together? I am Ken and so am I. And I am Kenuff. That's a beautiful lesson to be learned from the Barbie film that many of the people, mostly men, um, that criticize it fail to see. But also um, this whole community thing, instead of taking a Barbie film to be something that inspires us men to be like, oh my God, yes, I want this too. I want this community. I want to be part of something that is bigger than just me and that is something that creates and builds something. We took it as a reason to shit on it and to not like it and to show our misogyny because a lot of men out there now are without partners because the women they dated and loved the Barbie film were shocked to learn that they didn't because of they thought the women were too important in the film and the women were too uh, dominant or whatever. But it all comes down to the same thing, that men in this world are taught to be dominant, are taught to be better than everyone. And as soon as someone else is it, as soon as there's someone else who is more dominant or shows more dominance, then they feel like they're failing or they're lacking something or that they need to make up for it. So it can then be that a Barbie film triggers so much of what they are afraid of. And I will talk more about that in the next episode when I go into um, insecurities. So if you want to listen to that, maybe subscribe to the podcast on the podcasting apps or on YouTube down there. Go on. Love you. Thank you. But they're so afraid of facing the reasons why women have this community but also why they're lacking it and what needs to be done in order to to have that sense of community and they're also sad that they don't have it but because what the patriarchy has told us is don't you know do something that someone else does for you but rather destroy what someone else has so that they're all as miserable as you together I mean, if you look at colonization, imperialism, um, capitalism, most of them destroy rather than build in order for a very few people to become more wealthy and more important and bigger and stronger. And so instead of seeing that film as a reason to do the same, I mean, 
if you want to have that community or if you want a film that shows the male perspective, the male experience, then make that film. Don't expect a Barbie film made by women, for women, to do that job for you. And that's not to say that men can't enjoy the film because it's made by women for women. I mean, no, there's films that are made by men, a shit ton of them, for men, a shit ton of them, that women also enjoy. I mean, it's not a, not a binary where you can only either like or don't like, but you know, that's how it is. If women couldn't like films that are made for men by men, um, then there would be very few films they could enjoy <laughs> because um, of all the you know, successful, famous and um, high-grossing directors out there, of which are not that many, actually, like maybe a hundred. Oh, that's a number. Um, don't take my word for it, but it's very few. Even less are women. Still, the majority is still men, and the producers are still the majority men. The executives are still the majority men. So the Barbie film also went through many men's hands until it became what it is now. So it's not like it was only women that did the film and portrayed men in that way to tell the story of what the women's experience is and what the male experience is from very different perspectives. And that's a film that men can make. I mean, instead of having another Tarantino film where we see a lot of feet, um, or another uh, Christopher Nolan film where everything is so dark you can't even tell what's happening. And I like a lot of their films, but there's still also some, you know, you can also criticize those films and how they portray characters and how they make films because they're not like gods who are unf unfailable. Um, but instead of, or having another Michael Bay film where everything explodes, touch a toaster explodes, look at a car explodes. Um, and I don't actually like many Michael Bay films anymore because there's no, there's no story to them um, or very little. Or it's just cuts, 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 slow-mo, slow-mo. Like if you, if you had the Michael Bay films, um, if you would run them in um, normal speed, they would be half the length. That's how much um, slow motion he uses. It's, it's annoying me because slow motion is a nice technique if it tells something of the story, but he just uses it to... Well, I didn't know how to make a 90-minute film, so I used slow-mo for a 60-minute film, and now it's two hours long. Give me money, please. And we do. <laughs> Still a very successful director. And they're probably enjoyable for a lot of people who, you know, like slow motion. I just don't. As much. Anyways, <laughs> what was I saying? Yes, the Barbie film. Make your own film. Don't take a film that is called Barbie. I mean, how can you... How can you get annoyed about a film that's called Barbie? I mean, Barbie itself is basically... Barbie itself did a lot of harm for women. I mean, the body image that Barbie portrayed for the majority of its existence sucks. And for men, I mean, Ken, I mean, despite having no groin, it's very hard uh, to look like him. Um, so that's also not great for men. That's a valid critique to be made of the film that the diversity of characters in how they looked was not as much as it could have been but that's a small critique and that critique can be made for so many other films as well instead of you know talking about how shit the film was because men are not great in it even though they are i mean ken ken is awesome and alan they're awesome 
and the dad awesome even though he has like two minutes screen time but that's all he needed <laughs> um spoilers spoiler. i'm not good at the spoiler thing i'm going to put a note at the in the episode to tell you don't watch this if you haven't seen the barbie film yet <laughs> the barbie film has become a bit controversial amongst men because it shows us just how shit a card we've been dealt by the people in power and how shitty we deal with it. I mean, the fact that there's Andrew Tates out there who can do so much harm to so many people and are still worshipped by young men who, are, who have no idea how they should be because there's very few actual um, role models out there who show them I am a man but I still don't shit on everyone and that's a, a thing that only we can claim blame ourselves for because we as men don't create them we don't encourage or create the role models of masculine manly men who are still nice or not masculine manly men who are still seen as a part of masculinity because we have this very narrow idea of it and it's frustrating to me because this film could have been so much, could have done so much for men if they just had the ability to see what it is for what it is. It's a great film that is fun to watch and that, you know, makes women feel better about themselves and should men, men make men feel better about themselves. Just... How Ken reacts afterwards, how he deals with the whole situation is such a good way to deal with it and to, you know, a good lesson to be learned. That it doesn't always have to be the outcome that you wanted in order to still be a good outcome. And that you don't have to dominate other people in order to be a valuable, valued, worthy of love person. Not at all. And that's the lesson we should learn from the film. That's how men should watch the Barbie film and not with a, uh, with a reaction where afterwards they make multiple videos of an hour length completely, you know, hating and destroying it and even setting fire to a Barbie doll. Like, Ben, get some help, please. I know you never see this, so it doesn't really matter anyways. But Jesus Christ. If a woman would burn a fucking G.I. Joe doll, he would completely go batshit crazy. And, you know, they would have every reason to do the same. Because most films that are about toys by for men are, like, you know, not very good for women. To um, summarize, I understand where the frustration for men is coming from. But the real, the real perpetrators of fueling that frustration the real reason why there's so much lack of community amongst men white men specifically and cis straight men <laughs> white cis straight men um but not just them because also other men don't feel a um, big community amongst men they may feel community amongst other groups that they also then belong to but just um, men's groups are very limited there's very few powerful people who want us to be more isolated, who need men to be that hungry and to have that drive to be alpha because that makes men work harder and make them more money because that's how it works, unfortunately. 
but not in the Barbie world. The Barbie world is better in that film, not in general. So I can see why you're angry. I feel it. I can understand it. But I can't empathize with the reactions because they're completely misdirected at the wrong people and at the wrong subject. Because what you should be mad at is us not doing enough to be a community, not doing enough to have other people to not need, have other people need to create safe communities where we are not in because we harm them. And I'm specifically talking about me too, because I am also a white cis man. And as much as I do my best to not be part, to be, you know, to not to harm anyone or oppress anyone or, uh, you know, be a dick to anyone, I'm still part of the system. So there's still things that I do that I have control or no control over that will in the end have an impact. And I need to be aware of that too, because I'm not saying it's you, I'm saying it's us. I am also part of it and I need to work on it. And part of working on it is to be here and to listen to you and to communicate with you. So reach out to me, tell me why you hated the Barbie film, if you did, tell me why you loved it, or tell me why you hate me now, <laughs> or maybe why you love me now. That's also nice um, to hear, but yeah, reach out to me, let's have a conversation, let's build that community and that um, discourse about us men and how we can build a better world where other people don't need to keep us out of their communities in order to feel safe. Yeah, you can reach me on the website men-town-health.com. There's an anonymous and a not anonymous contact form that you can fill out and reach out to me. There's an email address, tim at men-town-health.com. You can um, message me on Instagram, mentalhealth-podcast. Um, you can message me on YouTube. You can leave a comment on YouTube um, and reach out to me that way. And yeah, this is it. Um, if you liked or disliked this uh, episode, please feel free to leave a review and a rating and um, share it with your friends and family. And there's also now a link where you can support this um, podcast with a donation if you want to. Um, I would never make put this behind a paywall or anything because I want this to be as free, but there's costs involved. So if you want to have out with that, that would be great, but no pressure. But there is pressure to leave a review and rate and to subscribe <laughs> and to share it with your friends and family uh, so that we can spread the word and um, have more men um, share their stories about mental health. Now, as always, remember, I see and I hear you and I hope you hear and or see me again next week. Goodbye. Mm -hmm.